Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina. Man yahdihillahu fahuwa almuhtad wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu. اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا طيبا وعملا متقبلا إن شاء الله بإذن الله tonight we are continuing with تفسير جزء تبارك and the last time we were together we took آية number 31 or the long آية in the middle of سورة المدثر أنتنا إن شاء الله we'll have a very easy lesson we'll take another five آيات إن شاء الله أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم كلا والقمر والليل إذ أدبر والصبح إذا أسفر إنها لإحدى الكبر نذيرا للبشر لمن شاء منكم أن يتقدم أو يتأخر فالله سبحانه وتعالى he says كلا والقمر and this word كلا we said it's a word of يعني deterrence and a word of admonition and a word of warning and it negates what was before it فإذ يعني a deterrence and a admonition and a warning to those who deny the punishment of the hellfire, specifically those who said, مَاذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِهَذَا مَثَلًا For it is, it is negating what they're saying, and it is warning them, and it is admonishing them. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the hellfire, and he tells us about the khazana of the hellfire and their number, for this is an admonition for us, for it is negating what they are saying. We said it requires context before it, and the context before it that it is negating is their saying, ماذا أراد الله بهذا مثلا? Rather than submitting to the ayat of Allah, they said, ماذا أراد الله بهذا مثلا? For Allah subhanahu wa taala here is is يعني refuting them. For Allah subhanahu wa taala says, كلا والقمر, and this wow here is wow القسم. We said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He can swear by any of His creations. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by any of His creations, He goes to show the importance of these creations. It highlights the importance of these creations. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here, He is swearing by, He is swearing by Al-Qamar. For Al-Qamar is the moon. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's going to swear by three of His great creations. Yeah, and these, these creations, they demonstrate his rububiyyah, his lordship subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his quwa, his power, and his hikmah, his wisdom, and his rahmah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his mercy, and his ilm, his perfect knowledge of everything subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by is al-qamar. Kalla wal-qamar. Allah swears by the moon. Allah swears by the moon, which is the sign of the night, ayatul layl. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here, he swears by the moon. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذْ أَدْبَرُ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he swears by the night. إِذْ أَدْبَرُ This is swearing by an aspect of the night. إِذْ أَدْبَرُ When it departs or when it disappears. 
Yeah, I know when the night turns away and disappears, for this is referring to the last part of the night, when its darkness slowly starts to disappear as the new day arrives. For the night doesn't just disappear in one go, it disappears slowly, it starts to go slowly. Yes, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by this slow departure of the night. وَاللَّيْلِ إِذْ أَدْبَرْ وَالصُّبْحِ إِذَا أَسْفَرْ And by the morning when it brightens, Al-Isfirar is when it becomes bright. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by the morning and when its brightness increases. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by the morning when it illuminates and becomes visible. And Kano, this is a continuation for when the night departs, then the morning starts. For these are from the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the alternation of the day and the night. These are ayat and signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we shouldn't just let the days pass us by without thinking and without contemplating over the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For subhanAllah, it happens so often, the alternation of the day and the night, we could be excused for forgetting that this is from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we may fail to take an admonition in this. And this is our life essentially, the alternation of the day and the night. This is our life as it passes by. For these are three qasam from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He swears by the qamar and al-layl idh adbar and by the night when it disappears and al-subhi idha asfar and the morning when it brightens. And we said whenever there is a qasam there has to be jawabul qasam. There has to be the response to the qasam. What is Allah swearing by? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, إِنَّهَا لَإِحْدَ الْكُبَرِ This is جَوَابُ الْقَسَمْ إِنَّهَا لَإِحْدَ الْكُبَرِ Indeed, it is one of the greatest matters. And there's a difference of opinion as to what the pronoun returns to. إِنَّهَا What does this إِنَّهَا return to? And the Mufassirun, they had three opinions. They said the first one is that it returns to the Day of Judgment. إِنَّهَا لَإِحْدَ الْكُبَرِ يعني The Day of Judgment is one of the greatest matters. Or the second opinion is that it returns to the 19 angels who are overseeing the hellfire. وَالْعَيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ The khazana of Jahannam. It could refer to them. Their matter is great. Or as the Mufassirun, يعني the majority of the Mufassirun said it is referring to the hellfire or it is referring to Saqar. This is the most correct opinion and this is the one that most of the Mufassirun are upon including Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma. For the description of the hellfire as being kubra or al-kubra, it's been mentioned in Surah Al-A'la. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-A'la, he says, وَيَتَجَنَّبُهَا الْأَشْقَ الَّذِي يَصْلَ النَّارَ الْكُبْرَى That they will turn away from the reminder, al-ashqa, the wretched ones. They are the ones who will burn in the great fire, الَّذِي يَصْلَ النَّارَ الْكُبْرَى for the meaning of the hellfire be, being one of the greatest is that it is unique and unparalleled. There is no fire like the fire of the hellfire. It is great and unparalleled in its magnitude, in its size, in its, in its intensity, in the type of fire that is in it. It is the greatest of all fires. For it is also one of the greatest calamities for the one who has been destined for it. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala threatens us if we disobey him and we disbelieve in him, then this is your destination, the hellfire. For it is a great calamity and it is a great issue and we should take heed in it. إِنَّهَا لَإِحْدَ الْكُبَرِ نَذِيرًا لِلْبَشَرِ This hellfire is a nadir. 
it is a warning. It is a warning to the Bashar. And not just to the Bashar. As the Sheikh al-Barraq, he said, the jinnah taba' to the Bashar. Because the jinnah also mukallafu, and they are also responsible for upholding the Sharia. And if they do not uphold the Sharia, then they will also be punished in the hellfire. For it is a warning to them as well. Nadiran lil Bashar, liman sha'a minkum, ayyataqaddama aw yataakhar. For the two key words here are, yataqaddam aw yataakhar. Liman sha'a minkum, ayyataqaddama aw yataakhar. To whoever wills amongst you to proceed or to stay behind. And after being aware of the hellfire and understanding it, after Allah mentioned it and gave us descriptions of it and told us about the khazana and the keepers of the hellfire. For what will we do? Let whoever wills do that which will bring them closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After you know about the hellfire, do the things which bring you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Have iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to do. Stay away from the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden you from doing. This way you have taken an admonition. Yes, nadiran. You have taken the hellfire as a nadir. You have taken as a, a, as an admonition. You have taken a lesson in it. Nadiran lil bashar. Then you will now, after you know about it, you will do the things to avoid it essentially. Or let the one who didn't take an admonition in the hellfire let them refrain from doing that for which they were created let them not worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let them disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is not an open invitation for they will continue to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and let them commit sins and that will bring them closer to the hellfire yes nadiran lil bashar some people will take heed in it some people will not take heed in it the ones who take heed in it will obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the ones who do not take heed in it will disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they will draw closer to the hellfire. Nasallallahu salam wa al-afiyya. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لِمَنْ شَاءَ مِنْكُمْ أَنْ يَتَقَدَّمْ يَتَقَدَّمْ يعني They bring forth, they bring forth iman and they bring forth ibadah and ta'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَوْ يَتَأَخَّرْ To delay and to stay behind by disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing the things which displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and which necessitate the hellfire. The fawaid and the ahkam, the points of benefit and the rulings. One, reprimanding the disbelievers for their denial and threatening them with a severe punishment. Just one word, kalla. Two, that Allah can swear by any of his creations. However, his creation can only swear by him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Three, that the moon, the night when it departs and the morning when it brightens are from the great signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which show the power, wisdom, and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Four, that the fire prepared for the disbelievers is the biggest of all fires. Five, that the mention of the hellfire by Allah is a warning to his servants. Whoever comes forward in iman, believes, fears his Lord, and repents, has benefited from the warning. But whoever delays in accepting iman, persists in disbelief and disobedience, that person has brought upon themselves misery and deprivation as they did not benefit from the warning that came. And then finally six, that a person has a will and choice in accepting or rejecting the truth. This is a refutation of the Jibriya. Liman 
Shaa minkum. The insan has a mashia. The insan has a mashia. Liman shaa minkum. But like we say, the rule is that the Mashiach of the Insan does not go outside the Mashiach of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is a refutation of the Jibriya. What did the Jibriya say? The Insan has no Mashiach. They are Mujbareen. They are compelled. Everything they do, they are compelled by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wal-ayyadu billah. And we said this has an evil implication because it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is praying and it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who might abandon the prayer and it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who fasts and it might be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who abandons the fast. For this is the evil implication that is established on the qawl of the Jibriya wal-ayyadu billah. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaikum jazakumullah khair